one more episode. Hopefully, nobody has got tired of us yet, but we're back. Another A Toast to Life, most organic, most authentic podcast. And we have, have you seen them on, I believe, ESPN, ESPN. Sports Center. Yes, sir. If you subscribe to his Instagram already, but we have a legend in the game, Mr. Darian Johnson. Let's go. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, bro? I want to appreciate you for coming through on a beautiful Saturday. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. Beautiful appreciate Saturday. You. Thank you for having me. I'm surprised you're in L.A. right now. And I heard people fly you out. Yeah, so, you know, I live in L.A. Ooh. I live in L.A., bro, yeah. Yeah, born and raised, and um, I live in uh, West L.A., Playa Vista area, so. Damn, yeah, okay. Right cause in my backyard. The first time I seen you, I mean, obviously, South May, Senior West Covina. Yeah. So I thought you were from that side. No, no, no. So I was born in L.A., um, raised, kind of split um, L.A., and then in the Empire, I moved to West Covina um, during high school because I went to Bishop of my high school. So I moved to West Covina to my grandparents' house. Um, just easier to get to school. And, uh, yeah, I kind of just lived there after I was done playing ball. I kind of just stuck around there because my friends were there. But Yeah. What did you play? Um, where did I play? What did you play? I played football. Ooh. Yeah, what I position? played football. Um, DB, I played corner. Lockdown? Yeah. Strapped? Yeah, I was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty good. Um, did you, you didn't pursue anything in football? Was that not the calling? Was it? No, yeah, I definitely did. Um, I played football for 19 years straight. So after I finished college ball, um, I played pro ball for a while until I was about 24, and then that's when I kind of j- made the transition to fitness. You mind us asking where did you play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I had some workouts with some NFL teams right after right after college. Uh, after that, CFL, um, Arena, LA Kiss. After the LA Kiss, I went overseas for two years, lived in France, and that was it. I think that was that was when I was done. Ooh, yeah, I was done playing after that. <laughs> what was the, uh, what was that sign look like when you were like, all right, I'm done? Uh, I think it was just time for me to figure out what I, what life was gonna look like for me after ball and outside of football. Um, that's all I knew. Facts. Um, growing up, I thought that I'll play football forever. You know. And um, because a little kid, we all think we're going to play that sport for. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you're talented and, and you know, you're pretty good at something, um, you know, and I'm blessed. It took me a lot of places, but I had a lot of time by myself to think when I was living overseas. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just grew and kind of figured out, you know, what I wanted to do after. How was that experience of being overseas by yourself, away from home, away from your loved ones? How was that type of time alone basically it was different man it was different um I'm grateful for it I think that was like my biggest period in my life of growth um yeah it was it was different man didn't know any French uh was just basically (laughs) dropped off there there was one other American on the team yeah um yeah we just had to figure it out on the fly but it was good um I loved it you let your game do the talking yeah yeah I loved it uh made Great friends and, you know, lifelong friends over there. Um, shout out to my French family. But, yeah, I love them. And it, it was great, though. That's dope. So I love taking it back to when growing up. We can could, we could, we could start from, mm, what's a good one? Elementary transition to junior high to high school. Were you, are you a confident, completely person? Confident. Confident. Um, yeah, I've always been pretty confident in myself I think that just comes from like my 
being so good at what I did, right? So yeah. I was always kind of popular. I was always, you know, a, a good athlete, really good athlete. And, uh, you know, as kids, um, that's like the biggest thing, right? Yeah. So if you're, you're if you're playing Pop Warner football, you know, the the guys, that's the best on the, the guy, the best guys on the team. Yeah, gonna, the you most know, popular. The shit, most popular yeah. guy. So, nice. um, yeah. And then, you know, as I got older, um, I, I've always been confident in myself, but it just started to shift, right? Definitely. So, like, because of different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm confident in myself because of different things now than I was, you know, when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. So, right now with, we're not going to deny, everybody watching, we know you're popping on Instagram. You're popping on social media. How has that transitioning into being on these type of platforms? How has that made you different? How have you viewed it? How like how? What's your thought process now with social media, like being in this spotlight? Um, it's it's interesting. Um, I think the most like the most like humbling part is you know superstars, right? So people like I'm a huge fan of Kevin Hart. You know him following me and knowing who I am, right? That's, that's like the biggest, like when he followed me, that was kind of just like, whoa, whoa. like, <laughs> yeah, super humbling experience. But um, it's, it's a little different. It's a little different, but I'm just grateful that growing up, I was kind of always exposed to being, having some type of attention Excellent. from being good at sports, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, of course. And um, so I was, I was able to handle it a little bit better, yeah. right? Because if, if I wasn't exposed to that, um, growing up or, you know, being good at football, then it would, it would be a way different experience. I may not, you know, know how to handle the attention that comes with, you know, social media and all that. Was it a lot of attention right at the beginning when, what was like your first viral video that, that went out? Bro. Um, so I had a video, my first sports center video, um, it got on Barstool. Then it was on sports center as well. Um, I was at around 80,000 followers when that dropped. Um, when they posted that and, you know, that was kind of like my first like viral video, but I was growing at a rapid pace before they, before they posted that. So, you know, I was, I went from like 13,000 followers to, to 80,000 in the span of, I don't know, maybe like six months or seven months or something like that, less than a year. So I was already kind of growing at a rapid pace before they dropped it. And when they dropped it, it just kind of exploded from there. God damn. Did you get any sort of like endorsement or communication with those type of brands when that got exposed? Um, not, not necessarily. Um, it was a lot of notifi- like notoriety, um, building my following, but I was already, you know, I've already, I was already signed with Celsius. Um, and I think I had a, I didn't have a clothing brand yet, but, um, shortly after that video went viral, I did sign a deal with a, uh, a clothing and supplement company. So um, I don't know if it was because of that video or because they were yeah. kind of already watching me, but they believed in it. But I mean, we got to give it up. He's sponsored by Celsius. So yeah, Celsius. let's go. <laughs> How was that first feeling when that happened? When you get that email or message like, hey, we want to sign you on. I I emailed them. Oh, yeah. Um, I was shooting with a there's a guy, um, my bro, Warren. Prove it on Instagram. He was already at, you know, 400,000, close to 400,000 followers. And, um, you know, before I started blowing up, you know, I would shoot with him. I would shoot content with him all the time. And he was sponsored by Celsius. And I remember one day we're shooting content and uh, we're shooting my video. And the Celsius can is is still in the video. Like, we just forgot to take it out. 
yeah. you know, because oh, I'm not doing accident. Yeah, so um, that post did extremely well. I didn't tag Celsius. Um, no, I did. I did tag Celsius, um, and that post did extremely well. And I was just like, yo, like, I'm just going to email them, right? So I, I sent, I think I DM'd them. I sent them the post and was like, hey, um, check this out. Like, this post did X amount of numbers. Were you already at, like, 80,000 at that time? No, 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 no. I was at around, I want to say 60. I was around 60 that at that time, 50 or 60K. Um, and, uh, yeah, I negotiated the deal myself. Um, and then I signed with them for three months. And then from then on, I've been with them since. So what what kind of process or knowledge did you have to be to negotiate a deal for yourself? Just asking my friends that are in the industry already, that were kind of big in the industry, um, I guess the, the the rubric that we went off of is um, how many followers. So every 10K, how much is that worth, mm. right? So then um, we just kind of did it like that. So he told me, like, hey, you know, every 10,000 followers you have is X amount of dollars. So kind of just go off that. And then I just put it together like that, send it to Celsius. They said, okay. And then, yeah. They said, all right, cool. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> but you did your research. Yeah. Did you graduate college? I did graduate from college. Do you mind us asking what you graduated with? Yeah, yeah. I graduated with a criminal law degree. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Just in case he wants to be in in the in that industry. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Why didn't you continue in that? Man, like I said, growing up, I was naive. So, <laughs> you know, in college, I'm, you know, 18 years old. You know, I'm a true freshman. I started on the football team. Um, and where'd you go to college? New Mexico State. Yeah, so you know I'm a starter, Division One football, um, at 18 years old, and again in my head it's all football. I'm gonna make it pro. So I I went to college with the intentions of majoring in uh, communication. Um, from then I switched on to criminal law later, mm-hmm. just because I wanted to major in something because grades were very important. You know my my family, my parents are big on grades. Um, I had really good grades in high school. Before that, I had good grades. I was a valedictorian in uh, in middle school. So um, school is, like, always important. So I just wanted to make sure I majored in something that was fun and interesting to me so I can get good grades. It Uh, wasn't about, like, I wasn't thinking long-term when I I did it. You were just thinking about that moment. Like, good good grades. Like, I I like studying. I like going to criminal justice class, you know. It was fun for me. So I think you're the first one that says, yeah. They've liked to go through my amiga here, Angela. She's about to graduate in a week. Okay, congrats. A week, which it's, it takes a lot. Yeah, it does. It does, man. And, I, you know, I like writing, too, you know. What do you write? Um, well, at one point, I wanted to write a book, but, um, you know, we, that's, a, that's a different story <laughs> for a different day. But uh, but I'm sure now you can write a story. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was actually actively writing for about two years of my life, and I still kind of have that stuff saved. But, um, yeah, I liked writing, and, you know, you had to do a lot of papers in criminal justice, and writing's always been easy for me, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, majoring in criminal law. Um, and in the back of my head, I was like, hey, I could always be a lawyer if I want to go back to school. Yeah. So, you know, that's not a bad thing either. But. Nah, I think, I mean, congrats to you because you built it in a way that if this didn't work out, you have this. But I'm pretty sure – you didn't have a plan B when you took off in in fitness. Or did you think about plan B? Did you have like, all right, plan A is this, but if it doesn't work, you already thought about plan B? 
Man, interesting. Um, no, didn't have a plan B. I actually, I worked a job uh, for about six months. Um, I was a case, like a case manager for kids on juvenile kids on probation. Um, so I did use my degree for a little bit, and that was right after ball. Then Jason opened the gym, told Jason, hey, DM Jason. He had no idea who I was. Uh, DM'd him, like, hey, I'm going to be one of your trainers. He's like, uh, like, who is this guy, you know? But, <laughs> who is but, this? But okay, sure enough, you know, I'll start going to all the, the events, the meetings. Um, and then, you know, it was really successful right away at, at personal training. I think um, before the gym even opened, I had about 15 clients already waiting for to train with me. So uh, right away, right out the gate, I was a good trainer, made made some great money, um, and, you know, was successful doing my thing. Didn't really have a plan B, quit my job, um, and kind of just took off. And then the social media part kind of took off during quarantine. And, yeah, it was crazy. So it was quarantine that, boom. Yeah, I was, I was just, you know, 13,000 followers, uh, very busy personal trainer, entrepreneur, and, uh, yeah, I was doing my thing. Quarantine happens. Damn. I'm bummed. Uh, like, damn, where, where's my money going to come from? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm tripping out. Uh, and, I mean, you know, I was training an actor at the time, and he had to stay in shape because um, he still had, you know, work to do. Can we say the actor's name? Uh, Julian Works. My boy Julian Works. Shout out to my boy Jules. Yes, sir, uh, yes, he's sir. on Lone Star 9-11. Plays Mateo. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dog. Dude, honestly, favorite yeah. show. Yeah, that's every month, every Sunday night, Monday, I watch. Yeah, that's my guy. So I'm training him at the time, and um, you know, me and him are boys at this point. So we're just, you know, not only are we training, but we're spending a lot of time together during the whole quarantine. Like we, our quarantine was not quarantine. <laughs> we having fun every day at his house, and you know, we're training, working out. I'm working out with him, and he would record me. So we finish our workout. And I would just do, like, the most creative things with things around the yes. house. Yes, take us through fucking that. Yes. Yeah. You don't. I've seen your ab wheel on a treadmill. I've seen your ab wheel on different dumbbells jumping around to, diff, like, five, six different. Yeah. How do you, like, your thought process? Bro, people ask me this all the time, and I can't even explain it. So um, during that time, during quarantine with, with your boy, mm-hmm. how did you come up with it? What was the thought process or what what went through your head? So, so like. Like, the only thing I can control was, like, hey, putting out content, right? Correct. So, hey, I'm dropping every single day. I'm posting on Instagram. He's recording me. I know some days he's like, damn, this DJ don't, like, what the what the hell is he doing? Like, he put so much effort into this. <laughs> it's just like, like, he didn't understand at, the, at that time. But, yeah. um, you know, I would just find the most random things at his house that you could do, um, that you could work out with. So, like, a, a case of water. And I'll sit. I'll, I'll take it to the grass. Hey, grab my phone. Bro, record me. And I just start coming up with different things that you can do. And they started, you know, getting more saves and shares. And because it's like, okay, everyone doesn't have weights at home. And everyone's actually in quarantine. And some people were so bored that they actually took the time out to do the things that I was doing. (laughs) And it was working. So, you know, I keep dropping, keep dropping, keep dropping, keep dropping, keep dropping. And eventually it just Just grew. One thing, one thing, just, it was just one thing. It was one video that just hit. So the moment that you... Got on ESPN. You got a sportsman on Barcelona Sports. What was that initial feeling, thought process? Like, was it like, I made it type of thing? Was it a, fuck, I got to keep doing more? Or was it like, hell yeah, I did it. I'm good. It was surreal. Um, It was a surreal moment. I think it was more like inspiring and motivating for me um, than like I made it. 
I'm not like I've never been the type of guy to get like complacent. Like I always want more. I heard. I always <laughs> want more. Like we it's heard, never bro. enough. Jason told us. Jason it's never told enough, us. man. It's never enough. Um, so you know, I took a second to you know dwell in it, but you know, the next day it was it was back to work. It was back to work. I had to keep going and. So now what are you posting, two, three times a day, one time a day? Oh, one time a day. One time a day on a IG and TikTok. Only once? One time. Damn. I'm not in that luxury. I got to post three, four times a day just to make it happen. One time, man. But so what – are you still training clients now? Like what is now your routine that you keep up with that – I mean, everybody sees you on, on social media. If they haven't ran into it, it's going to pop up. Yeah. So – I'm curious, we're all curious, like, what is a day in the life of Darian? I don't know if you've taken that out yet on YouTube or anything. No, no, no. So right now, I no, I don't train clients anymore. Um, I actually, in the past maybe six months, I kind of transitioned into, I'm full-time content. So I'm full-time content creation. Um, the day in the life for me is wake up, you know, do my do my <laughs> meditations, Um and I go to the gym. I'm an early bird. I like to I like to work out first thing in the morning. What time? Um, I'm a I'm an eight a.m. wake upper or seven. I'm I'm between seven and eight every single day. Um, do my meditations. Um, I'm usually out of bed and posted by eight thirty. Um, gym maybe by ten. Done with the done with the gym around eleven eleven thirty. Um, right after I sh- right after I work out, I shoot content. So if I'm linking with if I'm Shooting content by myself, I'll shoot right after I work out. So right after I work out, boom, set the camera, work, uh, do a do a workout, and uh, you know record it. If I'm linking up with boys, it's usually like an hour gap, so I have to like travel to a different gym, and then shoot content with them. So what you're saying is that you don't record content during your workout? No, 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 no. I do a full workout first, and then I shoot content. Uh-uh. Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. Jesus fucking Christ. But that's, see, this is things that, social media that we don't see. Yeah, so, okay, so let me just set the record straight. Please, please do. Please A lot do. of people think, like, my full workout is the stuff that I do on Instagram. A lot of times, like, those ab workouts, yes, I actually do them, but... That's not, like, the only thing I do. Like, I have a full split. I do lift weights. Like, I don't only do calisthenics. You know, you have to you have to work out, and I, d- I definitely do that. So, like, you know, chest day, back day, the typical. Can we know your uh, your numbers, Pete? Like, squat, bench, dead? Bro, I honestly don't. Um, I don't PR. I don't do that anymore. I don't max out anymore. Um, I just work out just to, you know, look good and feel good and stay healthy now. You know, when I was playing football, that was something that I did. What was but, your 225 record? Um, at Pro Day, I did 225 19 times. And I weighed Ooh. I weighed 184, 183 pounds. And you're 40? 435. You're moving. 
Yeah, it was pretty fast. You were moving. Pretty fast. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier meditation. Why do you meditate? Uh, I just, it's just important for me, like, like to have my mind in a clear space, right? And it, it just helps with the flow of my day. It helps me to, you know, set my intentions and, you know, just, just stay focused on the things that are, that are important, you know, and not, not, cause life can like weigh on you a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I think every human, like we go through things every single day and, you know, meditation is like my time to release it, you know what I'm nice. saying? Uh, feel it, release it, and then yeah. kind of just tap back into you know focus. What's what's uh, if you don't mind us asking if you can share it, like one of the toughest moments you personally had to go through that. I mean, they dwell on you. Oh man, uh, the toughest moment in Darian's life. Toughest moment in my life. Yeah, man, that's tough. Um, I think losing people. I think losing people, um, you know, whether it be a family member or a friend passing away or like losing a good friend because of, you know, something that happened. I think those are those are things that like that get me, you know, what I'm saying because, you know, people that are around me, I have a lot of love for them, you know, and I care about them. So um, when I lose somebody uh, that meant a lot to me, I think those are like those are like the moments that are like, damn, like, you had to go through that personally. Yeah, I think. Every, yeah, everyone. Correct. Everyone, everyone, you know, we all have, you know, people in the family that pass away, life's short, you know, saying tomorrow's not promised. And then you, I think as we grow older and as we experience things, you know, we grow away from friends, you know, you, you start to grow apart and that's just a part of life. Are you good with that when you grow away from friends? Like, obviously you're growing at a rapid, at a rapid rate. So are you, is there a certain type of thing that you do with your friends? You try to keep them around or is this? If I'm um, if I'm progressing and you're not with me, I gotta leave you behind, type of thing. I think uh, like that's like as you, like what you just said right now. I don't think that's something I would say to myself, but like I think it's just it happens. It is what it is, you know. It's what it is. Um, but like all my friends, like my closest friends, I've been friends with them for 15, 16 years. I is have Bishop. Yeah, I have two hands full of friends that I've been friends with for over ten years. Let's cop it up. Keep me in the friends, bro. Yeah, you got to yeah. keep those friends. Yes, sir. So that, so that, yeah, that's dope. Um, so I, I personally, I don't really think that I've had to distance my... I, th there's been people, but for the most part, like, all my friends are still still there. Still around. Still around. They're, there's family now, you know? Do so they make fun of you because, hey, like, now you're big or is, is that... Uh, do they joke around with you? I think they joke around with other people. Like, when, you know, other people around, they're, you know, they're like, oh, DJ. My other friends like... That's just dairy and like you don't know dairy before like all this like yada yada but no nah, they don't you know you you get your oh look at Mr Hollywood you know but um they mean well and it's just you know they just joke so so do you consider yourself now Hollywood? No, nah, never. Ten toes on the floor. Always, always, man. Anybody, anybody, you could ask anybody about me. Like they'll always say like DJ's been DJ. Like he has not changed one bit. Yeah, not one bit. Damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody. You can ask anybody. I'm giving you permission. Anybody that, that knows me. They'll be like, oh, no, that's been him since since I've known him. That's fucking dope. It, the, the biggest thing, right, is when a lot of people get some sort of fame, light, a viral video, whatever, some people lose those 10 feet on the floor. Yeah. I don't talk to me. Or I'm too big. Or oh, I'll talk to you later, blah, blah, blah. 
But you said something earlier that the you have two you have a two hands worth of people that are just close to you. How much do those people mean to you? Like really mean to you? Everything. They know everything about you. They're they're their family, yeah. Like when, I can, I have can you sort of, cried? Do you cry? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I'm an emotional dude, low key. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, we gotta ask, what's your what's your sign? I'm wait, a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a Taurus. Um, I'm uh, like, I don't believe in the signs, by the way. I don't believe in Me it. Me either, but, but according to everybody, the, what's your sign? No, the astrology thing does have something right, though, about me. I am, I am stubborn. Like, hyper stubborn. St- hyper stubborn. But, um, you know, um, it is what it is. But, yeah, no, I am an emotional dude, though. Low key. Emotional how? Like, like, I, like I'll cry. I'll definitely cry. Like, I don't care. My friends have seen me cry if it's that serious. But, like, I think it's, like, it's, it's like, I'm either not emotional at all to the point where people <laughs> think that, like, oh, he's nonchalant. He doesn't care. Yeah. Or, like, I'm hyper-emotional. What's a hyper-emotional for Like, I'm, I'm going to cry. Like, not, like, boo-hoo cry, but, like, if, it, if it's something that like hurts me, can't I breathe. don't. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. But <laughs> if it's something that means, if it means a lot to me, and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I don't care who's around, like, I'll, I'll cry. You're in tune with your emotions. Yeah, for sure. Is there a, a I, we always ask, and the reason being because, one, we cut it off for TikTok. Two, when people listen to this, it's at 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning, most of them uh, either late in the afternoon. But one thing about right now, this during this time in generations and everything, we all listen for a quote or phrase that because, you know, I, I love Steve Harvey every time. It's Inky Johnson, even uh, Nipsey Hussle, I see. TMC right TMC, there. TMC, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. We listen to those videos. We watch those videos, and we're just like, damn, cool. I, I can resign with that. Is there something that you always remember, live by, when you hear it, you're just like, yeah, it's go time. Oh, man. We got questions here, bro. Well, TMC, first of all, for, forever. I, yeah, forever. It's forever going to be that. Um, control the controllables. That's something, like, I think about. Whenever, like, something's going wrong or, like, I'm just, I'm just pissed. Like, for whatever reason, it could be anything. I'm yeah. just mad. Um, I just kind of just control what's in my control and I just focus on that. And that helps me stay in like a, a good, uh, I guess, frame of mind. It yes. helps me like, like not, you know, cause we'd be stressed out. You'd be thinking about it all day. Now you're taking a hit in other parts of your life because you're worried about things you have no control over. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that, that just helps me stay focused, stay focused on what, what's in my control, you know, stay focused and move on. Yes, sir. That literally, Honestly, what you said is something that we've lived by that I always tell everybody. It's like, yo, if, if you cannot control the outcome, just move on. It's no point. It's wasted energy. It is. And energy is valuable. Exactly. And then I just look at it like that's the energy I can be putting towards something else. You know, and I got so much going on in my life that it's like it's not even it's it's not enough hours in the day now. So I just rather just put that energy into something else. And like no matter what it is, like. Just like, hey, like I can't control, I can't control anything. I can't yeah. control that part. So, like, I'm not gonna give it no energy. Yeah, you you can wake up at four or five in the morning, and you're still not gonna have enough time. You try to do everything possible. You try to, and even even if transitioning to trying to keep everybody happy along that way, mm-hmm. we can't. Yeah, no, I don't believe in doing that. I don't believe in uh, trying to keep everybody happy. 
was there a point or you've always like this has always been that that thought process no nah, it's been a it was a point um i don't remember when it, i think maybe it was definitely during playing ball um you know people asking for tickets to the game you can't get everybody tickets to the game you get a Can certain get amount tickets in the 50 yard line please you know um oh dj you know i get invited to these events you know, you got to bring a, you could bring a plus one or a plus two. Everybody can't come. And so, like, I just learned that, like, you're never going to please everybody. Never it's, enough. It's it's never enough. And the only thing that you need should be worrying about is pleasing yourself and making sure you're happy yeah. at the end of the day. Because you could please people all you want. But once, you know what I'm saying, some people, when they get what they want from you, they can dip out. God. Right? And you just spent all that energy trying to make them happy. And you neglected your own happiness. You know what I'm saying? So... That was just like kind of like the switch for me. Nah, it 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 happens, and it takes a certain amount of mental process to understand it. Like, all right, you know what? Maybe I, even even as tough as I can't make my family happy, but if this was worse for me and makes me happy, and this is what I know is gonna pay off, fuck it, I gotta do it. Absolutely. But because other people have an opinion, there's oh, well, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to get you mad. I'm just gonna stop what I'm doing. And and. Down the line, people always say, like, well, because this happened, that's why I'm here. I'm like, bro, like, nah, because you wanted it to be. Right. It's, it's what happened. Right. So, throughout that. So, I'm very curious, and I was thinking about this question throughout the week, and since we agreed on this, and what is your musical playlist in the gym? On the gym? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, yeah, top five songs in the gym, and then I'm gonna ask you a different question after that. Top five? That's a tough. That's a tough. All right, let me go. Let me go. Top three songs. This may not. This is off the top of the dome, so I might forget some. But in the gym. Fergalicious definition. No, no, no. We're definitely not doing that. Uh, Drake. Drake. I mean, I'm always in the mood for Drake. Um, dang, bro. Uh, I like Blue Bucks Clan. Okay, okay, um, okay. I like Blue Bucks, you know, walking in. Uh, anything Drake. Um, I like Blast a lot. So I like, I go from, like, I listen to everything, man. So, like, I can listen to R&B Ooh. an entire gym What's session. What's your R&B song? Uh, bro, like, bro, uh, I, I don't know. I can't <laughs> just say one song, bro. Like, it's it's. What's the song you've been serious. playing right now? Like, you've caught yourself playing a little bit more often than others. I like Snow Allegra. Ooh, that's my so, like, find someone like you. That's my jam. Ooh. It's like a, just like a, you know, just like a mellow, yeah, yeah. like, some banger. I'm, what song do you have in your, in your phone, in your playlist, that would be embarrassing for somebody else to hear you play? Nothing. Oh. Why would I be embarrassed about music? Well, when someone hears it, they're going to be like, Listen to that. Is oh, there a bro. surprising one? Probably, I, people would be shocked at how much country I know. <laughs> yeah, Angela, like, yeah, sir. Like I know, a, like, like a lot of country music. Top one, top two, top two artists, songs, artists. Uh, I like Chris Young and I like Jason Aldean. Um, Chris Young, getting you home. That's probably the number one. That's probably like my favorite one. And I like. Uh, uh, I actually like like Brooks and Dunn, Red Dirt Road is pretty dope. That's like older country. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The old school stuff. Ooh. The reason why I know this is because when I went to school in New Mexico State, um, 
it, it was like, it was right next to El Paso, Texas. So like country music is big over there. And then the girl I was dating um, prior, like high school, my last, my first girlfriend, yeah. um, her, her family, you know, her and her family liked country music. So that's what kind of just, just got me like, I didn't like all of it at first. Like it was just like certain things that, like, I was like, oh, this is dope. Yeah. This is dope. Just being open-minded. And then it was, yeah, it's cool. So you got the boots and everything? No, no, hell no. No, no, no. So no, should no. we get should we gift you boots? No, no. But I listen to like jazz, like Oh, okay. Ah, jazz is Bro, everything. I like I like everything. Ah, that's fucking dope. You brought up relationships. Yeah, what's up? Oh man, this is big. Every podcast I come on, bro. So no, let me try let me try to switch this up, right? Now having this platform, do you get more interactions? More DMs, more like of course, of course you get more DMs. Yeah, I mean, is there a crazy pickup line you've gotten? No, I don't even use pickup line. No, that you've gotten, they've thrown at you. Have you ever wondered what the band ACDC has to do with the missing town of Dublin, Wisconsin, or who gets to decide what music plays at the end of the world? Or whether or not the largest unsolved art heist in history was actually a cover for a different crime. Maybe you haven't wondered about these things, but that's okay. On 31, we dive into strange, true, but often lesser-known stories and the interesting theories that surround them. From space to sports, lost media to internet lore, 31 has something for everyone. Find 31 on your favorite podcast platform and dive into the why behind the weird with me, Quinn Lovecraft. 31, the why behind the weird. I think mine aren't pickup lines. I just really get some like out of pocket, like straightforward to the point, like be my husband, like stuff like that. And then more, more explicit. And it's just like, so to the point. And I think people like they do it, like thinking that I'm not going to like see it. Most, I think most of, most of the girls that send me stuff like that, um, don't really expect for me to to see it or reply, but they just, they're just doing it because it's so wild. And, like, sometimes I actually see it, and I'm like, oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Click on their profile, and then they have, like, a bunch of kids and everything. They're just like, oh. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> you out of pocket. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> but are you uh, trying to respectful? You're, you have a relationship right now? No, no, I'm single. Single. Looking? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm looking, no. But I'm open to I'm open to Good um, settling down. Yeah, I'm open to it. Like, I'm not... I've had my fun, you know, I've, I've experienced stuff. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So like, I'm open to it, but I wouldn't say I'm looking. How old are you right now? I'm 30. I just turned 30. Just turned 30. Damn. Okay. So you know what you want. You, you've been through your experiences and everything. What is, if talking to a young DJ, what would you tell him about relationships? And um, get out there and date more, you know, get out there and date more. I, I've always been like the relationship guy, you know, people like now later in my life, like this past year or so, people don't really believe that. But like, I've always been, I've always been in relationships and long ones, you know, um, almost all of my relationships with the exception of one were long. What was long for you? Like three years, two years. I've had two, three years, um, two, three year relationships. And, uh, I've had a year and a half relationship. So like I've always kind of been tied down and 
uh, it it was good, but at some point, like when I was single, it kind of like it kind of I guess would hinder me because I wasn't like seasoned yet, and so like I didn't really know what I wanted. You know, as yeah. I'm as I'm getting older, I'm 18 years old. I'm in a relationship for three years. And I'm 21 now. I'm single, but then I get in another relationship at 22. And so, like, I don't, I haven't experienced enough to know exactly what I want and what works and what meshes with me personally, you know? So, so is, I think for us guys, and I hate throwing us under the bus, but marriage is a, is a tough subject. You ask a guy, depending, right? Depending, because there's some guys that get married at 18. Yeah. Get married and by 22, they're divorced. Ah, fuck that. I ain't never getting married. And then you ask the dudes that haven't been married and, oh, well. Nah, not right now. I'm going to go through my fun. Right. And then you get the other ones that are, you know what, I'm just waiting for the right time. Yeah. Going through what you went through, is, do you think there is a right time for this? Uh, the right time is when you find the right person. Um, I don't think it's like a, like a, like an age you should set. Like, I don't think that. I just think the right time is when you find the right person and, you know what I'm saying? Whether you want to get married or not, that's up to that's you. To you. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to be married. I would like to be married. That's like a goal of mine. That's something I see myself. I see myself being married. Is it tough? Know. Is it tough for you in a sense where you're doing a lot, you're traveling a lot? Is it tough for you to find someone that's like, hey, I, I understand that you got to travel for work and do this and do that. Is that a, a tough thing to do? Because getting into business, I mean, you're your own business now, but... Getting into business by yourself, like, it's tough for someone to understand, like, hey, you got to be gone half the time, or you got to go do this or do that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to, like, find someone that understands, like, the industry I'm in and, and the work I do, and that's kind of okay with, with you know, the platform I have and, you know, the attention it brings and stuff like that. I mean, it is. I think, like, women, there's been a lot of women in my life that, say that they're, you know, okay with it and but it, yeah. it becomes an issue. Um yeah. un, unless they're in the industry. You know, if you find someone that's in the industry, I think that's a little bit easier of a, you know, going forward. You know, you guys can make it work easier because she understands. But people that aren't in my industry, like it, it's So is it easier for you to find someone in the industry or out or you would want outside or it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. The right person is the right person. Um it's e- I would say probably easier to find someone in the industry, yeah, because um, yeah, you know you you guys are in the same you guys see each other at events you guys live the same type of lifestyle your schedules are probably you know aligned yeah, yeah, yeah so like they get it you know yeah. Um, so yeah I would say it's probably easier but um, you know I don't really say I, I wouldn't say I'm looking for someone that's in my industry though so now I want to transition really quick in. The tough. What do tough days for you look like? like so long we days or no, no. So we we see you doing content. We see you with the fucking ab, ab wheel on treadmill and right, right. sprinting at fifteen miles an hour faster than the cheetah and everything. <laughs> but what do tough days look like for you when you're just like fuck, man? I'm too tired to get up, I'm, or it's too much. Man, um, my tough days, bro. To be a hundred percent transparent, please. My uh, tough days are self inflicted. Uh, when I, you know, I go out and the night before and, you know, party and, you know, I may or may not get carried away. Um, but you know, and I don't get enough rest and then I got a million things to do because I'm a go-getter. Like if I, if I'm, if it doesn't matter what I'm doing the night before, 
I'm going to get what I need to get done. It's going to get done, period. There's no, you know, I'm waking up at 8, period. You know, I'm going to the gym at this time, period. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, I can, I mean, my life, I do content. I can sleep in until 12 if I want to or work out at 2, but I'm not, you know. And that's that's a part of, like, you know, discipline. I think that's something that's really helped me. Is is it like the, I'm pretty sure you ran into the, one of the Kobe uh, interviews, he made a contract with himself. No, 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 that's facts. And it's not like me being cliche or like saying, no, like trying to copy it. Cause I see, no, that's, I mean, anybody knows, you know, there's people, there's people, you know, I got friends that I party with and they, they're going to, they're going to see, DJ, how'd you get up at 8 a.m. and go to the gym and, and work out? No, because I got, these are my priorities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and those come first. That was the biggest thing because people could say, oh, you took it from them. No, but that's really just what happens. Definitely what I believe in. And it's like, it's, I don't know, it's just my character, bro. And I think that it's important to, to like, it, it builds character, it builds discipline. And, and it, yeah, it's, it's important to do Mike that. Mike Tyson man. said it, without discipline, you ain't shit. Yeah, and then it's like, if you if you can't have fun, and, and you know what I'm saying, if you let fun get in the way of your priorities, then maybe you shouldn't be partying. Partying is not for you. Yeah. You shouldn't be having fun, but like, if you can, you know, have fun in moderation, bro, fun's fun. We all love to have it, but just make sure it don't get in the way in the things you got to do. And if it doesn't, by all means, like, just, yeah, you know, that live it That's uh, what I tell him. She knows, Aubrey knows it. Angela knows it. And Angela is, is preaching to the choir today because she's coming. She came, she came from Oxnard. Okay. She came to help us out, share some vibes with some TikToks. She's going back to go work. So that's it right there. She said there's no option. Option, but man. that that's what we preach here too. Like we usually podcast on Sundays. Today's special because we're podcasting on a Sunday. So subscribe. We're doing this. It's a Saturday. <laughs> oh fuck! I said Sunday. Saturday. It's a Saturday. <laughs> it's a Saturday. Canelo fight today. When you watch this, then Canelo fight already finished. So comment the winner. Um, it's the same thing. We we gotta wake up Monday morning. We gotta go work. Gotta go to work. Got to. There's no. There's no option. There's no choice to it you just gotta go work don't make an excuse you want it and how you said you want to do have fun you make sure you go do what you got to do actually actually like my friends kind of like think that i'm a psychopath so like even on vacation bro like so like i go on vacation quite often um how often bro probably probably i'd probably take a trip once a month I, i probably do 10 a year I'm probably on a plane, like, maybe, like, tw- I'm like out of here. <laughs> 12 times a year, 12 times a year I'm on a plane. Um, but, like, bro, even on vacation, I'm waking up. I'm partying. I'm there to party and have fun and live it up, live my best life. But I'm waking up and shooting content. And, like, I'm waking up and shooting content. Like, I, I, I went to Mexico. I go to Mexico. I'm, I'm partying, you know, saying we're, we're having a good time. Let's fucking Ooh. clap it up for the fucking discipline, bro. Yeah, man, I'm waking up shooting content. Like, I, I just I just got back from Miami, went to Miami for my birthday a um, couple weeks ago, or, yeah, a couple weeks ago. On a Saturday morning, I got up and did a collab with one of my boys, got up, went to the gym. Um, you know, I get fitness people, you know, all over. So when I'm when we're in the same city, you know, we tap in with each other and we work. We show love. So, yeah, so we, uh, we, we, shot, we shot content. I finished my content, you know, called my homies up. Some of them still barely, barely waking up. <laughs> Some of them already at brunch. You're already fucking done through everything. I'm, yeah. already, I'm already worked out, like, on empty stomach, you know. Already. 
had to work and they're like, bro, I don't know how you do this. It's insane. But like, I'm, I'm just like obsessed. So do you say it's a healthy, a healthy obsession? Yeah, I would say it's healthy because it's like, I just want to be successful really bad. You know what I'm saying? I, well, what does success look for you? Success m- means the freedom. Success means opportunities for the people I love. It, it means spending time with loved ones and not having to worry about uh, uh, where where this money's coming from, where that money's coming from. Just the freedom to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? To live life the way I want to live it. That's and that that that's what, like, drives me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm obsessed. Like, I just know what I want, and I know what it takes to get there. And I, I think about it all the time. And I would say it's healthy, though, because it's not like like I'm, like, killing myself. <laughs> right? It's not like yeah, I'm killing yeah. myself for it, you know? Um, but, yeah. So do you do good with competition? Or do when you walk into a gym or whatever, do you feel like there's competition or just like you're in competition with yourself? Yeah, no. Nah, I, I, I have my own, like, lane um, I've created and it, it's – I don't really feel like there's any comp- – like I'm having com- to compete with other people. Um, there's a lot of people in the industry. Um, Saturated. It's very, and, and it's really hard to to get to, like, that level, especially in the fitness industry. There's certain industries, like fishing, fitness and fashion, are the hardest ones to blow up in because it's so saturated. Yeah. So you have to really stand out. You have to really stand out. And, you know, I got to that point, and, you know, the other people that are up there, um, yeah, there's some people that, you know, that, that might be in competition with me, but, like, I just focus on what I got to do. I don't really... Like, what I do is what I do. I'm not yeah. changing it. I'm not doing this because that person's doing it. It's going viral. I'm just doing what I do. This is what I do. And, you know, other people are doing what I do. You know, yeah. so it is what it is. So would you say you're a pioneer in doing this? A pioneer. What's that? So a pioneer, what we say, how we say it is, we're kind of not the first ones, but we're the ones do that have kept going throughout Everything happening. Um, so for us, like podcasting from where we're from, we're from Baldwin Park. I'm from Baldwin Park, Dillon, Oxnard, San Fernando, Oregon. But we're from where we're from, either not a lot have continued and they have yeah. started and not continued, but we have going, we've been going strong for a year and now five months. Okay. We're going strong. I'm putting everything into this motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. I love Double sharing down. stories. I, like I, I love sharing stories. The the commentary that we've been getting from other viewers and, and followers from TikTok and IG, it's helped them in a certain way, and I love it. I love all of you guys, and that's why we do it. Yeah. I mean, we've been getting left and right, people that resonate with the messages we, we give, right. stories that we share. They're like, yo, I went through that same shit. Oh, yeah. A different way, a certain different way, or maybe the same way, but like, yo, I understand. Yeah. So would you say... What you did or what you've been doing, there was a point that people counted you out and you just said, fuck it. I'm going to go full throttle. Uh, Join us each week on the Well Beyond Medicine podcast as we explore the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. Listen and subscribe at NemoursWellBeyond.org, where you'll hear pediatric experts, researchers, and policymakers from around the world discussing ways they are revolutionizing children's health. I'm your host, Carol Vassar. Let's go.
Nah, actually, it's you know what's crazy? Like, I think the support that I've been getting from people, even people I don't even know, people that are, like, in fitness or just, you know, Instagram friends, um, has been, like, really, really, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. very embracive. And, like, they they think that, like, I'm, like, the, the like, there's people that think I'm just, like, the biggest thing but like oh my god I can't believe it. like he's the goat of fitness and and it's like and it's other fitness people yeah so like they're like yeah it's crazy I don't know if I don't know if like I've ever felt like people counted me out like I just feel like my support the su- people that support me like the people that follow me like it's it's all love and support so, so what makes you DJ Darian different if if you had a word or set of words that Different from like and like in the sense of like fitness. Like you walk into a random room, no one knows you, but you walk in. Like what makes you different? What makes me different? I don't know, man. It's just like I don't. I just don't know how to answer that. I just feel like I'm so unique. Like there's a lot of layers to me, and it's like there's no way that anybody just like me. Like right? There's I'm different. Like I'm a I'm a you know, I'm just a... Are you a social person? I'm social. Like, I'm a social. I'm super social. Super social. I'm like a... I'm an introvert and an extrovert at the same, same time. Same time, yeah. Same time. Very approachable. You know I what I'm saying? Yeah, Talk yeah, to yeah. everybody. Like, people think that I look intimidating. Like, like they say, like, when they initially see me, they think I look intimidating. But you like, think that's because of, like, the platform? Like, oh, fuck. No, 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 no. I think it's... No. It could be that now. It could be that game face. It could be a part of that too. But like, I think it's my face. Like when I'm locked in, but like, really I'm just locked in. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I have a thousand things on my mind and sometimes I look like I'm mad or like, I'm just straight face, but like, bro, I'm always smiling. But as soon as they talk to you, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very approachable guy. Like, you know, fun. I'm, you know, just, yeah, I think that's the same thing. Like we, I've, I'm just the same way that, Maybe in, in the gym, wherever I walk down, I may have a serious face. Yeah. But as soon as we say, hi, what's up? How are we doing? How are you? Yeah, good to yeah. know each other. It's having that type of conversation. So having those intimate conversations, who do you go to? To, to Like, what? to talk about life, talk about oh, certain so, things happening yeah, yeah, with yeah. you personally. So I have a, um, I, I call him my older brother. His name's Caesar. Um, he's 38, 38 years old. So he's like, to me, he's like a big brother, a mentor, and like a he's like he's like almost like my financial consultant too, <laughs> like all, all rolled into one. You spend on stupid shit? No, he's just like he made really smart decisions That's at it. a young age. Been retired, hasn't worked in like six years. Wait, um, retired thirty eight? No, like he hasn't worked in like like six years over six years. Six years, thirty eight, thirty two like, by like thirty thirty one, thirty two. Okay, no, my man. Yeah, he just he he lives life, you know. He wakes up, he does whatever he wants to do, and he 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 made great decisions. And he's been like, bro, like like that dude, like backbone. Like yeah. I've gone through a lot of stuff, man. And that dude, like I spend time with him. I talk to him about everything. Um, yeah, man, that's like that's my dog. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I I go to him a lot. Um, and, you know, we talk about intellectual things. He's older. So, like, you know, talking to an older person, the conversations are different. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And we relate on a lot of levels. And when I met him, it's weird because I met him um, at this lounge. I met him at a lounge, and I will always see him. And he will always say, what's up, to the people I will go with. And then he will just randomly say, what's up, to me. I'll be like, what's up, what's up? And then one day I went, um, supposed to be linking up with the people 
that he knows they flaked last minute. So I'm there by myself. He walked in, we start kicking and chopping it up and then, you know, became yeah. cool. And then we became like this, but like at a time where he had just lost his younger brother. Mm-hmm. Right. So his, uh, one of his brothers had passed away. Um, or older, but I, I don't remember, but he lost a brother at the time. And like, he was like, it's crazy. Like the time that I met him, cause he's like, I One met him at a time where he really needed me, you know, man. and he's not from here. He's from Virginia. So his family's not here. So like he needed me, we needed each other in a sense. And it, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the higher power. Yeah. It's crazy. It brings you into certain scenarios that, you know, you never knew you needed to be and you were there. Definitely. So with all that, now you have him, and people are when they listen to this, they're gonna be like, "Yo, like this this guy goes through." People will see you maybe in a superhero way, right? Oh shit, yeah. that guy's doing the impossible in workouts, yeah. and oh, he's this, is this, but you go through real life shit, just like everybody else, yeah, just like everybody else. Now, with with life happening, what is what do you think? What do you say? What do you Tell anybody, like, what is your goal? What is your end goal? My end goal for, like, like where I see myself or... So, what do you, what are you, what are you trying to build on business? So, in a business gotcha. aspect, because, I mean, can we say can we say your brand? Yeah, of course. You're coming out with the brand. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Coming out with the brand, no. now is it out? No, 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 no. Oh, your personal brand. No, I'm, clothing. No, I'm not coming out with the clothing line. Are you going to come out with the clothing line? Yeah, I mean, yeah, eventually that's the goal. The goal is to to have a clothing line. The goal is to have my own supplement brand. My The goal is to, you know, be the face of a gym. You know, I want to open my own gym. Yes, I don't want to be so hands-on as, like, the, like the owner. I just kind of want to be a face. I want to be the face and, you know, big investor, 50-50 partnership, whatever it is, but we'll definitely have an owner that does the hands-on things, and I kind of just want to be – the face and, you know, have like a community of people. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there all the time. I work out there and just show love, but I don't want to handle like the business thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to have a partner. You don't want to go through the whole stress I that everything comes yeah, with. Yeah, no, I'm not going to have time for that. But uh, like what, what I'm doing right now is so new. Yeah. It's so new. Like the, 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 I guess I hate the word, but the influencer, um, it's, it's so like new and it's taking off to a level that people didn't really understand. Like, how, like, you can make so much money and make a career off social media. Making good money? Yeah, yeah, make good money. Yeah, making good money. And uh, we had our, our boy Duno, and I had to ask him, was the bag right? And he was like, yeah, the bag is right. Yeah, the bag is the bag is great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have no complaints right now. Comfortable. We're good. We're great. We're great. <laughs> uh, so, but no, it's so new, bro, that you never know, like, how high you can really take it. And, uh, uh, yes, you know, yes. it, 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 so my, my, my goal is just to build my brand and build who I am, you know, to the, do it to the highest level I possibly can. And then after that, you know, just make the, the right moves, the right decisions, the right investments, and, uh, you know, continue to help people out, really. That's the goal. Do you go to the gym alone? Alone? Alone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I like working out alone. I do, I do a lot of things alone, almost everything. That's my next question. A lot of people are scared of being alone. No, no, no. My solitude is everything to me. But I like, I like being around certain people, too, though. Like, there's certain people that can hit me up and, like, like oh, yeah, I'm going. Like, I like being around you. I like spending time with you. Okay. But, like, I love my solitude, bro. Like, I have to have alone time to recharge. And if I don't do it, I'm not going to be in the mood to, to – I'm not going to be DJ. 
Like yeah. the happy DJ smiling, yada yada. No, my social battery is drained. <laughs> I, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I want to be by myself. You know. Are you? Would you say you're alone more most of like your your work week? Uh, Monday through Friday, um, yes and no. Um, Just depending on like content and stuff. Yeah, because I like I do spend a lot of time. Like I go to the gym, and uh, you know I do collab, so I do spend a lot of time with certain people just working. Um, but like outside of that, bro, like Monday through Friday, I like to just chill. I like to just work, boom, get things done. Like everything's just on a tight schedule. Boom, 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 boom. To get you out of a schedule. Moving around. I like to get home, bro, chill, relax, you know, do my thing, wake up, get eight hours of sleep. Like, and just everything is just boom, 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 boom. Eight hours of sleep? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's important. Sleep is important. Tell us how, please tell me how important sleep is because we don't believe on sleep on this side. (laughs) It's everything, bro. Like your, bro, your sleep pattern can affect your weight, like how many calories you're burning. Like it can affect, it can affect your mood. It can it affects everything, bro. How you look. You heard this, Miss? I slept about two hours, Mister. I don't sleep. Yeah, bro. Anything. Like you, you need, you need like seven, seven minimum. If I get, if I get anything less than six, forget about it. Like talking to me the next day, oh, don't. So that that's why, and that's what I'm saying. Like well, sometimes when I go out and party and I get carried away because like, like whatever. Yeah, man. The next day, do not talk. If you see me, <laughs> Mr. DJ, what's up? What's up? Boom. And I'm just gonna work that's, out in this. Yeah, don't talk to me. So can we get a warning of when DJ doesn't get a lot of sleep? <laughs> You'll know. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. You'll know. Facial expressions go tell you everything. Hey DJ, how are you? <laughs> I just give you a little head nod, not not just the same. Yeah. Um everything you're doing, bro, is just where we at? Huh? Damn. It's a great conversation. I know you were shout out uh Jason. You were just on his podcast. Jason, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, Jason. Man, hey, do, do you don't know the story about how I got my nickname, the app guy? No, but please share a crazy story. So um, this is before the, the the blow up, if you will. But like, so self-made West Covina, I'm a trainer there. Jason's getting a booth at first for self-made at uh, the Fit Expo. Fit Expo. Yeah, yeah. I remember okay. fucking like 30 motherfuckers. Just yeah, so, so we're getting a Fit Expo booth um, and everyone's hype. Everyone's pumped. I've never been to a Fit Expo. Like I, I had never been to a Fit Expo before. I don't even know how. Cap. To, no, no, bro. I was. I'm an athlete. <laughs> like I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a football player, bro. I don't know fitness people. So like jumping into this, like I have no idea. People were talking about Simeon Pan. I'm like, who is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was it that one. I was. I went to the Anaheim one. I want to go take a picture with that food. Yeah, no idea who these people are. But anyway, going to FedEx, where everyone's pumped, everyone's hype. We get into shape. You know, guys. We got little. You know, playful, like whatever it is, like you know, hey, jokes, 
Like, hey, well, I'm about to look shredded, yada, yada. Yeah. So Jason's like, man, DJ looking shredded, uh, yada, at the Fit Expo. I'm like, yeah, everybody going to take a picture with me. He's like, <laughs> he he was like, oh, yeah, they're going to take a picture. They, they want to see your abs. I was like, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, my God, that's the ab guy. That's the ab guy. And then Jason was like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, put that in your bio. Put that in your name. I know. IG. I was like, what? Nah. And then, like, so we start playing with it, like, Darian Ab guy. I was like, that Ab guy, because they're going to be like, that Ab guy. Put it in my, put it in my name, and it just stuck. I, I swear to you. That, that, is <laughs> exact, that is exactly how, and it stuck. And that was it. And it stuck. That was a wrap. It stuck. Yeah. It's done good, though. It's done very now good. Now, if you search it up, it's going to pop up. And, and what, that's crazy. That's cr- actually crazy. Google search that shit, the Ab guy. That's actually Have crazy. you done it? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Really it definitely... Push. Probably will pop. We're gonna up. do this shit right now. Ready? Bam. All right. So we just Google search this shit, right? Yeah, Run? yeah. It's crazy. We gotta show the camera, man, on this. Um, oh yeah. I don't. It can this camera. Is the camera gonna pick it up? But anyway. Yeah. Zoom, yeah. zoom it in on the lens. On the lens, real quick. There's a lot on this. Um, this cellular device. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you got it. But if you yeah, if pretty you didn't get it, though. you gotta search it up right now. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here. This is the first time he searched this up, so. Yeah, all I did was type in that app guy, but that's that's interesting. Didn't even type in my name, but it's coming up. So that's, so it, yeah, again, it's stuck. And, yeah, crazy. That was a wrap. Yeah. You're just going to stick to that for the remainder of how so, long it goes? So that's how, that's who I, like, that's me. Like, so that's the who, brand. So who is DJ? Who is Darian? What would you, if there is a phrase or a word that describes you by yourself, who would it, what would you say? Yeah, there's a few, man. I would say, like, loving, outgoing, social, intellectual, um, like, peaceful. Um, like, I don't know. There's a few different words. Like, there's other words that can describe me. Other than What's the main word that you would say by yourself? Bro, I cannot just pick one word. <laughs> no way. Too many. Because that's just, like... This is so so much to me. Like you can't just pick one word to describe a person. Like there's so you have a lot, you have a lot of layers. It. You know what I'm saying? And if you just pick one word, like you're just putting yourself in a box because there's just so much more than just that. You know, you gotta get to know a person to really know. Exactly. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the flowers because you again I'm gonna use this word pioneer. You've done it. When you started it, you didn't give up on it. You continued. You grew your brand. You grew your persona. You grew your profiles and everything. Now you're on a platform that right now it's untouchable. In a way, in a sense, nobody can touch you because it's you. Yeah. Organically, authentically, it's you. Meaning if we were to take the cameras off, you're still doing yourself. You're yeah. still doing you. How you said, you go through the ins and outs. You go party. You go have fun. You go do whatever you do. You still get up and you do what you got to do. Yeah. That is commending because a lot of people right now, generations, younger, older, we're all looking for answers. Yeah. We're all looking at people like, yo, if because he's doing it, I can do this. I believe I can do this. So I feel like there's people that are watching you and be like, yo, if he's doing that, that crazy ab thing on the treadmill or jumping off off the different dumbbells, I can do this. I feel like Superman. Even if I can't, I'm going to continue to do it. Don't give up. Yeah. What would be that message to your followers, your viewers, people that you don't know that are watching you and doubting themselves? Man, um, I would say, you know, you have to, 
you got to really dig deep, first of all, um, and, and, and really tap into to yourself who you are and find confidence in it, right? You got to learn to love yourself. Um, don't seek validation from other people like the outside, you know what I'm saying? Just because you're not famous on Instagram or like it doesn't matter, it doesn't mean what you're doing isn't important or yeah. you can't make a living off of it or it won't grow to be something, you know what I'm saying? So I, I would say tap into that first and then find a niche, find a niche, um, find like what it is that makes you unique, you know what I'm saying? And that's what's going to help you stand out. What it is that makes you unique and makes you different, um, double down on that, right? Because that's what the world needs. You know, they need, like, it's a whole bunch of people doing the same thing, man. Um, Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's a copycat world. Um, but, like, if, if you can find what makes you different, it doesn't matter, like, what no one says. Like, don't worry about it. Just just, just go for it. And especially if you're passionate about it, like, just go for it. Like, who cares if it ain't getting love, if it ain't getting likes, if it ain't, who cares? Like, just do it. Like, you never know. Like, you never know. Um, and then just uh, the last thing, the moderation. You know what I'm saying? Too much of anything is a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, have your fun, you know, in moderation. Don't, like, only work, right? You're going to stress yourself out. You're going to be depressed to the point, like, mm. go have fun. Yeah, go have fun. It's important. Like, go out. Have fun with your friends. See your friends. Everything's good in moderation. Did you see yourself do in this position at any point in your life? Um, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm super confident in myself. So I always knew that, like, Hell yeah. I was destined for something. Yeah. But I didn't, like, I, I would be lying if I said I knew that, like, in fitness, what I'm doing would be as big as it is right now. I, I did not see it. So give us that. What would you tell a, let's say, when you go to high school, 14? Talking to a fourteen-year-old DJ, where you're sitting right now, what, 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 what can you tell him? A fourteen-year-old DJ, yes, sir. <sighs> Don't be so fixated on football. Don't put yourself in a box. Don't cage yourself in. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's more to you, and you're gonna learn that. You know what I'm saying? As you grow and go, but like you, you're more than just football. You, you bring you bring light to the world, you know what I'm saying? You got a good energy about you. Just figure out, you know what I'm saying, what you like outside of football as well. Don't just be, it's not all football for you. You know what I'm saying? You're not a football player. You're just, you're a person, you're Darian, and you play football. Football is what you do. It's not who you are. Hey, give it that. Here, you drop a lot of gems, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You drop a lot of gems. Um, All right. I'm going to, I think this is mine, right? Yes, sir. Give me another cup because I still have some in here. I'm going to take a shot. We got it. We got to toast to right, life. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. We got to toast to life. Toast to life. Yes, sir. See, that's why I kept it his name because I was just telling people. Uh, you need uh, another keep, one? Yeah, yeah. You get another one, didn't I? That's why I tell people. I was like, I couldn't name this another thing because I like to drink. Oh, yeah. When you're, when, you're around, when, you're, when you're around boys or you're boys, your people, most of the time, a lot of you are just drinking. Oh, bro, I'm 30, I'm 30 years old. So, like, and, and, like, another thing, like, I get a lot of, like, Girls, girls don't understand. Like a lot of girls will be like, "Yo, why do you why do you like hanging around with your friends so much?" Like I get that, and like I'm just like, "Cause my friends are fun. <laughs> like my friends are very fun. Yeah, I love being around my friends. Yeah. Like we could we can you know I'm about to go watch the Canelo fight. Like we can just sit down, have drinks, and just talk about nothing, and just like just be, you know, shooting it. You know, watching watching 
whatever. Move, like it, it, don't, it don't even matter. Dumb what YouTube watching. videos, like yeah, yeah. bro, my friends are fun. I love being around my friends. That's one thing that I am very grateful for and blessed for to have found my people, my friends, my yeah. family. Because I mean, without them, they keep me sane. Bro, they keep you grounded, bro. Yeah. You have fun, like. You feel recharged after you just spend a good time with your boys. Yeah. And you get a lot of laughs and, you know what I'm saying, you're just ready, you know? Yeah. And one thing I want to put this on here and tell you personally is one thing we always tell everybody that has come through the podcast, has been a part of the movement, joined the movement, thank everybody, is you can count on us for whatever you're doing, right? Because it's not just like, all right, you're here, cool, shake your hand, you're gone. Appreciate that. Hey, come, whatever you need, whatever support, whatever – Count on us. Why? Because we're here for for everybody showing love to us, and we got to show love back, and that's how we do it. Like, hey, whatever you got, whatever you got going on, we go support whatever it is. That's love, bro. Thank so you. So we show love to our everybody that has come about and done it. We repost, we we comment, whatever. But it's out of, out of love. So whatever love. you're doing, I appreciate you coming through on a Saturday on the Canelo fight. No doubt. I know you got a lot of shit going on, no, but good, I want to. Toast to life. I want to toast to everybody that has came through, had subscribed, everything. Cheers, Appreciate y'all. you. Let's go.